Spire. Welcome back to the Kidney Stone Diet Podcast, a show about reducing your risk for kidney stones and living your best life. I'm your host and fellow student, Jeff Saris. I was busy, but here I am. (laughs) 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 Oh, I guess I'm on. Okay, so my name is Jill, and I am here to talk about kidney stone prevention. It's what I do. I'm a nurse, and that's it. That's the end, because I'm busy, people. You got me at a a bad time, Jeff. Okay, I'm okay now, though. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. Yeah, always working. Always something, you know? Okay, so wait, I gotta say hi to somebody. This is to Adriana's daughter, Valencia. I'm saying hi to you, and I'm glad that your mom watches the show so she can learn about kidney stone prevention. And you did you had no idea how cool your mom was watching YouTube now, did you? So your mom is a cool lady. So hello, Valencia, and hello, Adriana, too. Okay, go yeah, ahead. Thanks, Do your everyone. stuff. Thanks for watching. And yeah, yeah, we'll do another listener question this week. And this is from Sue. Hi, my name is Sue, and I'm calling from Boston, Massachusetts. And my question for Jill um, is kind of a follow-up from the uh, question, is quinoa high in oxalate? And um, she discussed how the only um, list that she uses to determine oxalate content is the Harvard list. And that was, uh, that came out before things like quinoa were popular or being eaten uh, here in this country. So my question is, is um, do you think that Harvard might update their oxalate content list with more recent foods that um, people weren't eating that much of back whenever they made up the first list. Um, Anyways, I I hope that they will um, add more information and expand their oxalate content list in the future. Thank you for your help. Bye-bye. Oh, she was so sweet. Yeah. Okay. So, the Harvard list. Let me go over why we use it. I say this probably about 72 times a day, but it's very important. I, I never get tired of it. I really don't, quite frankly. It's very, very important. Uh, why we use it, we as Dr. Cole, but there's a lot of people that use the Harvard list in their practice. So we use it because we've been using it for decades. It's, it's, it's an old list. People say, Jill, that list is old. Who cares about that stupid list? Why do you keep talking about it? We talk about it because we know it works. Our patients lower their uh, urine oxalate on their follow-up urine collections. But it's not just the stupid list. It's not just the list. It's all the other advice we give. So people will say, well, if it's not the list, why don't we, why can't we use all the lists in the world? Why, why, why? (laughs) (laughs) That's what they ask. So if you go on my Facebook page, it's the closed group. But if you go on there at the Kidney Stone, I don't know, what is it called, Jeff? Kidney Kidney Stone Stone Prevention Group. 
Yeah, something. Yeah. The kidney stone prevention diet, that's sad that we don't know. Anyway, <laughs> if there's like 10,000 people on it, we don't even know what it's called. Anyway, people will come to that group and say, I saw this list. I saw this list. So then everyone's like, oh, my God, my list says this. Your list says that. Oh, my God. Well, so this is why I say if you're at my Facebook group, don't be coming to my Facebook group with a, a different list. Why? Because people's head spins around and then they get too confused. My job in this world, besides being a mother to my son, is to make to have people less confused about kidney stone prevention. They come to me in a tizzy because they saw 27 lists. And then they come to my group and they're like, oh, my God, she uses her list. Throw away all the lists or don't use the Harvard list. I don't care. Just don't come to my group with a different list because everybody's used to my list, the Harvard list on that page. Follow your list. Do what you need to do. OK, but it's not really about the list anyway. It's about everything else. Get enough calcium. The only way you can get rid of the excess oxalate in your body is to get calcium every day. And most adults get BIP zero for calcium. I've never worked with somebody in 21 years that says, oh, that's me smoking. <laughs> that's me, the kidney stone prevention nurse smoking, blowing smoke in your face. <laughs> don't worry about it. I get enough calcium, Jill. You don't got to waste your breath talking about it. No one's ever said that in 21 years. What everyone says to me all day long on the phone, oh, calcium? Oh, I gave up that up dairy up a million years ago. Well, it doesn't have to be dairy that you get calcium from. I'm not promoting dairy. Please understand that because I get that all day long. I don't need dairy. No need dairy. I don't care. Just get your calcium. Do not get it through pills that can increase your stone risk. So get enough calcium because calcium and, and oxalate bind in your intestine and it leads through the stool. If you have something that's high in oxalate and there's and you didn't have calcium, where you're not getting any calcium in your diet, then oxalate gets digested. It gets down yonder. It's looking for his friend calcium. He's like, oh my God, where is she? She's not here. I can't go out how I want to through the stool. So now I got to go back up. And that's how we get higher oxalate levels. So it's not any of the stupid lists. I use the list Harvard because we've been using it. Along with the advice we give, when people stop overeating the highest oxalate foods and get their daily calcium, go to kidneystonediet.com on the start page and you'll see the goals of the kidney stone diet so you know what your calcium needs should be and what your oxalate should be and get all your, get the Harvard list there. Now, so it's, it's that is the reason why we use the Harvard list. We trust it because we see the follow-up urine collections. Now, people ask me this too. When is Harvard going to get all those researchers back from 30 years ago, 40 years ago, and start doing more research? I don't know. I don't know those researchers. Dr. Ko does. They're 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 very they're they're big deal scientists that worked over there. I, I will tell you guys, it's expensive and it's difficult to measure oxalate. So it's not the easiest thing in the world. And it's not like the government's paying people to study this. So it's probably low on a list to do. And this is why I say things that are not on that list 
and I say this all day long too, things that are not on that list, eat once or twice a week in a normal portion size. Again, why did people have high oxalate if it's strictly a diet issue? They ate as much as they wanted of spinach and almonds. They got diabetes. Somebody told them, ah, eat spinach. Ah, you want to snack, eat almonds all day long. They're healthy. And so what do we think? The more, the more, uh, if something's healthy, the more we eat of it, the healthier we'll be. Not so, as kidney stone formers know, in conjunction with not getting any calcium. So, so many stoners come to me and they ate spinach salad, spinach smoothies. They had beets all day long. They got no calcium. They were eating almonds like, like this all day long, trying to keep their blood sugar steady. And so they ate the highest oxalate food and that was the problem. So when people work with me privately, I bring all kinds of foods back. I do not bring spinach and almonds back that I take away because they're so high, 600 milligrams, over 600 milligrams for a cup of spinach. And by the time you saute a cup of spinach, it's as big as my nose, okay? So it's nothing. Well, my nose isn't that petite, but you know what I'm saying, my eyeball, okay? So, uh, so it's all the advice we give. So even though, Sue, I know, I know you and thousands of other people want Harvard to redo their list, I don't know if they ever will. I don't know. It would be nice so I don't have to uh, keep repeating myself all day long. But it's worth it to me because people come to me and they've stopped eating so many foods that they can eat. So again, everybody, we need to put our fork down when we are full. We are overeating foods. Whether it's crappy food, healthy foods, we eat too much. Nobody wants to hear that. And I don't win a lot of friends for saying that. But I am known around town for telling you things that you need to hear. Sometimes not necessarily the most adorable thing, but typically we eat too much. And just because the food is healthy doesn't give you uh, a reason to overeat it. It does not mean more health. Our body wants to get enough nutrients where it functions properly, but not too much because it doesn't need it. It really doesn't. So that's my take on it. Yeah, I think that's wonderful advice as always. And yeah, mm -hmm. you don't know when Harvard might readdress it. And also there mm -hmm. isn't necessarily, as you said, a, an immense need for it. Like we want to, we'd love to know quinoa right. specifically. We'd love to know um, some of the other more more recent superfoods that haven't made that list. But at the yeah. same time, like you said, it's it's portion, not perfection. You're, you're yeah. You have a set of guidelines that will help that you've proven over decades with patients that this works and this is why you you take this approach yes people will say well, jill you know i just told you all this hell i've been through i think you're being very nonchalant about this advice oh you could eat a lot more boo, boo, boo. portion not perfection but i am basing this on follow-up urine collection so i'll tell my patients that are that keep saying i'm worried about it i don't want people to be worried i understand anxiety and being sick i really do so i never give advice without it, uh, without it being sound. So I say, there's a lot more you can have. And then I'll tell patients, look, have the quinoa when you do the urine collection, have it, have, the, have a few beets, get your calcium. They get their urine collections. They're like, I'll be damned. <laughs> you were right. My oxalate's still low. Great. And see, but I tell them to do that when they're doing their follow-up 
So they don't have anxiety every time they decide to have a little bit of something that is on, on the higher side or something that has not been studied. When we eat our foods, a wide variety of foods, not the same 10 every day, when we eat a wide variety of foods in normal portion sizes, things get better, people. I promise. I really, I promise. They do. They do. Yeah, I think that's great. If you want to dive deeper into the Kidney Stone Diet and learn more, head on over to kidneystonediet.com where you'll find the Kidney Stone Diet course, the prevention course. You can find the Facebook group that we don't know the name of, but (laughs) 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 But yeah, Kidney Stone Stone Prevention Diet group is what I believe it's it's called. called. Yeah, Yeah. But Uh yeah, you you can find that. You can find the weekly email newsletter. You can find the Oxalate list. We have a little... Um, web app where you can type in the food and automatically uh, sorts the list and shows you the related foods just to make it easier to Yeah, you can put that on your phone. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like an app. We made our own little app, kind of like an app. So you could put the icon on your phone. It's very handy when you're in the grocery store to find out. So it's basically the Harvard list right on your phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, just condensed into a way that's more easily accessible. That's but it's all this. It's all that exact data from the list that we've been talking about this whole episode. So yeah, be sure to head on over to kidneystonediet.com. And if you're enjoying the show, be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Or if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment below. Like we'd love to hear from you. Jill responds to everything. And if you subscribe, um, click that little bell and even uh, hit the thumbs up on the video. All of that helps us reach more people. And in the end, that's that's the entire goal of this podcast. There's no there's no sponsors there's probably never going to be any no. sponsors that's not how how jill does this like any anything nope. that she does it's purely to try to reach as many people as we can and then those of you who who want to dive deeper you can dive into the the meal plans the prevention course and everything or just stick with all the free stuff because we're, we're not stopping this we're just gonna keep going we're gonna keep on going, baby. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So thanks again for uh thanks again to Sue for calling in. And that number is seven seven three seven eight nine eight seven six three. And yeah, I think we'll wrap right there. So Love it. Thank you, Sue. Loved your question. Yeah, thanks everyone. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>